Fest sack, right? Yep. Yeah, it's like I really like that the low end, the kick. The melody's so good. Also, these drums are like chaotic, but they feel calm. You know the band, The Bad Plus? Yeah. The, they do a sick version of this, too. Uh, yeah. Sick. Yeah, like, I love the the tail of all the instruments. Like, just, all the sounds are so good. He's able to put so much space. All that reverb. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, like, that triplet thing was crazy. How do you, how do you program that? I have no idea. Sue definitely just, like, hung out in his room a lot. I had a different impression of what I thought Aphex Twin was. I thought they were like, oh, can be more like aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can be. Yeah. But this this song is like special. Um, yeah, many hours of my life just spent like listening to like this music over and over and like trying to, trying to get inside of it, whatever that means. Like great underscore, like he develops the... He develops the in the arrangement really well, but keeps the themes pretty good. Yeah. Pretty... I love this dance music. Like I'd love to go to a dance club and listen to this. Yeah, that'd be crazy. They're kind of like a really big sound. System. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This music is pretty great, like by yourself though with headphones on. Oh, I bet. Yeah. This is good video game music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dark Knight, Arkham Asylum. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can tell I haven't played video games since like 2009 or whatever that was. Yeah, like I think, yeah, like I didn't have, ever, ever since I went to college, I've never had a game. Yeah, system. yeah, my roommate did it and I would play that and Uncharted. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that's a great, classic. Great upper body strength on yeah. that guy. <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today's track is the gorgeously chaotic Flim by Aphex Twin. It was released on October 6th, 1997. Wow. And it was a huge hit for this guy who's like a pretty famous DJ programmer um, and peaked at number 36 on the chart. So top 40 instrumental song. The 90s were a different era, but still, yeah. still pretty impressive. So like in 97, like... How would you record something like this, you think? Dude, that blows my like mind. Like, you're on tape, so you're kind of stacking these different loops, maybe. But, like, he maybe he's maybe you had an early, like, drum machine, and that's how he did that thing. I think a song like this, you you know when you've seen pictures of, like, dudes the and, and there's synths yeah. everywhere? I think it's I think it's that. I, I think so, too. And that, that stuff is like cool. Like, wall. Be- like, walls of synths. Because you get, like, an organic performance out of using yeah. real machines as yeah. opposed to just using one machine to do everything. Yeah. Um, Aphex Twin is actually just one guy uh, named Richard David James. He came out as a rave DJ in the UK, and he's considered a pioneer of experimental techno. He has no formal training, but spent his teens modifying analog synths and became addicted to making noises. So I think you're right, exactly. I think like, he just had all this shit. He, you just had a lot of synths, and you just like tinkered with it. What was like the most synths you ever worked with in a studio? 
Because, like, I see pictures sometimes of, like, the Mike Dean setup. Yeah. And it's a lot of sense. It's not – I can't imagine it's as many yeah. as this, but um, – The the Timberland setup had about, like, six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Which is a lot. But how many do you think this guy's got? It's too – it's hard to it's hard to tell. But it sounds yeah. like it could be a fuck ton. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it, it, they're just giant modules. Yeah. You know, and he – and he's, he there's probably cha- – instances of him actually performing these moves live yeah yeah yeah. like he's just doing so he's live. just kind of moving wires it's like a big patch bay it's like a, like, yeah big patch bay and moving wires and, and that's doing so it cool live. like yeah like i think there's a lot of that like when like the drums go like yeah like, yeah you turn the feedback up oh like, that's a good point like, that's you probably feed, what he's yeah, doing like, if you yeah feed it into a delay and, and you set it to like 164th yeah. note and then jack up the feedback. Oh, that's so cool. That's what it does. This is like another example of what the Daft Punk guys were saying, where it's like they're just like creating something new exactly. out of like exactly. this, this technology. Exactly. During the composition and recording of Flim, Aphex Twin experimented with voluntary sleep deprivation, attempting to induce synesthesia and lucid dreaming. Wow. Pretty cool. It's like when we like it's the you, similar to the prince, the prince thing. didn't eat. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's like there's a way to do this without drugs. It's still just as bad for you. But, yeah. Um, of the process, James said, quote, I could just lock myself away for days and get inspired by myself. That's my favorite way to do it. It's more like a pure form of motivation when it's all on your own. But you have to wait until you're really bored and if you've got nothing to do. That's when it comes out. That's when I reckon it gets good. So like boredom can create radical ideas. But now that in our current lifestyles it's basically impossible to be bored that i was just yeah upset. i was like wow like how amazing <laughs> would it be to have nothing to do yeah well that's like part of like trying to reclaim our lives like in a modern exactly. era it's like artists is like creating situations where we can be bored exactly like, occasionally go for a walk without headphones which is hard you right. know sometimes like just sit around and like look out a window yes but, like it's hard or, or meditate like that's why i'm so into meditation it's like it's really hard to like schedule time for that stuff, but it's really valuable because he's he's totally right. And like that's why this shit isn't happening like it used to. That's dude, I was literally sitting yeah. here being like, wow, it must be so great to have nothing to do. Right? Exactly. And it's crazy because I should have nothing to do more often. Mm-hmm. But if you got to schedule in the time you got to, yeah. When I read that quote, I was like, I have to that's ask Luke. Up. Like, what it's like. What happens to us now that it's like impossible to be bored? As like, and we can go, we can go really broad with this like as people but right. also as like music people i think well i know what happens to me is like when the rare times that i'm like wow i don't have anything to do i don't know what to do with myself you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you're so used to having like phone and technology and work or you're driving somewhere or you're doing something that like the one day where you're like oh wow like i'm caught up i don't have anything to do you're like pacing around the house because yeah. you're like well, what am i gonna what do i do I think we've lost how to like yeah. relax and be bored. And this might be like an American thing or just like a me thing. Cause I don't really know. But like, I feel like when I don't have anything to do, it's like irresponsible of me to not do something. Right, 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 but like right. the truth is he's right. And like, we all know that, that like when you are not faced with anything, that's when you have like really creative ideas and not necessarily creative ideas about art, but like about your life. Well, dude, I think about, about who like you are when we were growing up, you know, we grew up at a time, I'm thinking like fifth to like seventh grade, mm-hmm. eighth grade, like during the summer, like, you know, both of my parents worked. It was just yeah. me and my little brothers. And we would be so bored out of our minds. We'd be just like laying around, but it led to us like creating new games, yeah. going and running around. Like, you know, we should, we should look at this tree. Let's, you know, just mess around this tree and climb. It's like, 
Those was like exactly. exploration happens. You can only watch those first couple Family Guy DVDs so many times. Yeah, and I remember like during like that era, it was like always like the same SpongeBob episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Fairly Fairly Odd Parents. It's like that era of like early TV great, great cartoons. But yeah, being bored was part of the juice of life, and I do feel that way about creativity. Like I'm really busy this summer. You know, I'm playing a ton of gigs, and I'm like really grateful for it. Yeah, and I. I'll, you know, I always want to play gigs, but I have less time to just like sit around in my studio, yeah. like thinking about shit. Yeah. And it's like, that is the time when I'm just like, oh, God, come up with awesome ideas. Yeah. And I also feel that way about like just how to be a person. I come up with better ideas when yeah. I have more time. So gr- great quote. Um, this song is like one of my favorite examples of polyrhythms. Yeah. And especially in modern commercial music. Yeah. Because usually when somebody wants to show me a polyrhythm, it's like really intense math metal or it's like um, YouTube, like uh, YouTube Pygmy Tribe drumming or, some, or yeah. something like that, which like I like both of those examples. But this is like a, a pretty easy to follow melody and shit, mm-hmm. like at least according to like our standards of melody. Like, Luke, how did you describe a polyrhythm to somebody? Yeah. Like I would describe a polyrhythm is. You're fitting, okay, so you have a measure of four beats, right? And what you're going to do is you're going to fit X amount of, like, notes, but evenly dispersed. So, like, the easiest one is, it's either 4-3 or 3-4, whatever Mm -hmm. it's called, which means I'm going to, on my right hand, I'm going to have four quarter notes, right, for a measure, but on my left hand, I'm going to have three evenly paced out three notes that are also in the same bar. So you get the da 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have, and they're even. So like the two rhythms create not just a new rhythm, but like many different elements. Like you can kind of tap in at any point. It's almost like a round. Yeah, it's almost like a round. Yeah, so like I'm fitting four hits in a measure at even pace. I'm hitting three notes in a measure at even pace. And then there's the one where you hit like five notes yeah. in a measure at an even pace. And it's like real heady stuff. It's math. Yeah. <laughs> but I just know the 4-3-1 because – and I always remember it from school because my roommate was a drummer. And he was explaining polyrhythms and he explained that to me. And he was always just say um, – what was it? Is it like shake the salt and pepper or pass the salt and pepper? It's pass the salt and pepper. Pass the oh, salt that's and cool. pepper. Pass the salt and pepper. Nice. That's, yeah. all, that's, some that's music, how you remember that one. That's some Berkeley shit right there. I would, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, polyrhythms are always kind of nuts. I always like 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 them when they're used like this because it just feels like it, it's chill and there's but there's still some movement. There's some push and pull. Yeah, like the the idea behind it is like you get stuck like in this like like centrifugal motion. Yeah. Like it's supposed to just it's supposed to just kind of go like down this like whirlpool. Like that's what it's in musically intention is, you know? I think that's cool because that was like, that leads me to the next thing I want to ask you about this. And like part of what I like about this song is like, it feels like a meeting of aggressiveness, but in a chill way. And it's like, how do you like, how do you think you do that musically? Like the drums feel aggressive. They're really commanding your attention. And yeah. Yet the piano is kind of chill. I guess like it's what we talked about in that last episode too. It's just about, like the Daft Punk, like creating something for us as a listener to lock onto and then sort of like adding these new things around it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's why he's so great. Yeah, exactly. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about is like this music, 
I love it because, and a lot of my favorite artists are like this. It seems like one of one in the sense that like nobody else really sounds like this. It's not like, okay, like this morning I was listening to the Anderson Pock, Bruno Mars. Oh, the new song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really like it, but it, but it makes me think it's like evocative of other music. Right. Right. I'm like, oh, Temptations, like Sam Cooke, you got these things going on. And it's still really good. It's still amazing. I really enjoyed it. But like this, I'm not like, oh, that kind of sounds like something else. And it's like, why is that so important to people like me to be like a fresh thing? It's almost like Like totally original. It's like being into NFTs without actually owning one. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. I'm just an NFT guy. (laughs) Is that important to you at all? Like when you listen to something that is just like an awesome version of something you've already heard does that like get you as fired up as like discovering something like this where you're like what the fuck that's a good question yeah do you even think about stuff like that and i probably need to more <laughs> you don't need to next time i have next time i'm bored that's yeah, fine there we go thanks so much y'all for listening to this podcast please spread the word about this podcast in real life tell your friends the team max sunday album we're on Instagram, Patreon. We got playlists on Spotify. I put a link to all that stuff in the show notes. Let us know how we're doing and what songs you want us to do episodes about. Thanks so much for listening to this.